What's up, everyone? This is the Building and Empowering People's Podcast, and I'm your host, Victor Thomas and Derek Simmons Jr. Like we say, we just come to talk about life, to motivate, to encourage, to inspire, to just be real with you guys. So let's just jump right into it. So the first topic was, um, you know, this made perfect sense after the conversation we just had. Uh, first topic is communication barriers. So Derek, what, um, so I mean, if you want to share some of the talk that we had or some, or not, or just some of the things that's on your mind about communication, communication barriers that kind of stop individuals from being effective within each other. Yeah, for sure. So like what we was talking about was like, it was like, I feel like a lot of people, they, um, and including myself, we try to put on this, like this mask of we're so strong, you know what I'm saying? Like we can handle things by ourselves. We do this, we do that. But then we have to realize that we always have some type of fall and that we're not perfect in this life, you know? And like, I know a lot of people, including myself, like we tend to go to God and run to God. And that's true. Like we always got to put uh, God first and not lean to our own understanding. We all, but we also have to realize like God puts people in our lives for a reason so that we can talk to those people. And of course, as people, we can't handle everything. That's why we also go to God for those, to, for the things we can't handle. But God puts people in our lives so that, you know, to fulfill a purpose that he's trying to do. You know what I'm saying? You know, like like I was saying to you, like uh, God was creating the world. And he said all these things were good, but the one thing he said wasn't good was for a man to be alone. You know, that that doesn't just include relationships, but that includes friendships and all these different things. So I feel like we have to um, really get to a point to where we have to, first of all, be willing to be vulnerable because that's, I feel like that's the, that's the main thing that a lot of people aren't willing to do is willing to be vulnerable. We see vulnerable as a weakness rather than knowing that strength can come through vulnerability if we're willing to make use with it. Um, so that's some of the thoughts I had. That's good. That's good. Man, some of the things I have with um, communication barriers is, you know, that sometimes when we're communicating with, with each other, we're either not communicating enough or not communicating at all. And a lot of times we are just communicating based off of our style of communicating only what we know. And sometimes because we're limited in what we know when it comes to communication, we'll continue communicating that same way in that same style. And, and what happens is, is you can, you can say that's a problem, but it's not a problem if the person is not aware. Like, yeah, it's a problem that they're not aware of it. But what the bigger problem is, is that the people that's in that person's life that, that see this communication barrier, to see these issues, to see these things that, this person is struggling with and they don't say anything about it. Now that's the bigger problem. Um, so what I say is that if, if you, you're not sure that you have a communication barrier or you have communication issues, then it's not much that you can do about not knowing. But what happens is if you get like the slightest hint that, that it could be you, then try to figure out what that is. And if you, you don't figure it out and you got people that's around you that aren't saying it, when you do figure it out, just know like that those people weren't really, you know, for you because people that are for you are going to help you out and let you know like, hey, 
you got some issues, you got this going on. And I'm not saying it because to be mean or to do this, I'm saying it's because I love you because, you know, I'm in your life and I want to make sure that the best is happening for you. And then when they don't do that, it's almost like selfishness because it's like for you to keep trying to better your life and to not better the people's lives that you're a part of is selfish. So that that's kind of like my take of, um, of like communication barriers and how to go about it. Um, you know, whether you know, you don't know people around you, um, how to figure out, you know, more about it. Yeah. Was there anything else that, you know, you wanted to add to, to that? Yeah. Um, I was going to say like, I feel like when it comes to the communication barriers as well, kind of like trying to like add to what you say, I feel like if you have somebody that's telling you the upright truth, like, I, I feel like we have a lot of people in our lives to where they say they care, but they really don't. Like, what we were talking about. Like, I find myself, I have people in my life, and sometimes it feels like I'm being used. And sometimes it's just like, they say they care, but, it, like, action-wise, it doesn't seem like it. Or, like, it just, it doesn't seem like it because they're not really to help. Or they're willing to say some things, but not tell you the upright truth. So I feel like we have to have people in our life to, who's not only there for us, um, when we need it, but also we want to tell the truth and to know, like, you know, they're not trying to do it for a, um, a selfish reason, if that's not the person they are, but to know, like, they're doing it out of love, like you said. So just trying to add to some more stuff, what you said, but other than that. Cool, man, cool. So, man, this is, this is a good one, too, this next one. How do you respond to adversity? whether it's been past adversity or current adversity, how do you, how do you typically respond to adversity? Yeah. So me personally, um, I guess how I respond to adversity and how I can better myself, that's what I'm going to take it. But, uh, I usually, when I, the way I respond to adversity, I usually like to go to the word and like truly, you know, know that, you know, God is always in the midst. I feel like as individuals, when we go through adversity and when we go through all this stuff, especially if we're a child of God, we feel so alone. And so we feel as if like, hey, God's not, you know, working through this. God's not this. God's not that. But I feel like the more that we trust in him and like you were saying earlier about the situation we're going through, like to truly praise him, I feel like we can know like God will start to open up doors for us. And sometimes even if it's not the way that we expect him, we have to know that he's still working. Um, I feel like a better way I can respond to adversity is, of course, going to God first for it, but also realizing, like, how I was saying at the beginning, like, you know, go to the people that God put in my life. Like, like I said before, we as people, we expect God to just show up in this, you know, big and upright way right in front of us. And not saying he's not, but, like, I feel like uh, we, we, we try to, we try to, um, like expect God to show up the way we want him to rather than the way that he already shown us. And sometimes it's going to be people. Sometimes it's going to be something that you listen to scripture, whatever we have to make use of everything that like God has put in our lives. So I feel like that would be a better way for me to respond to adversity is to go to God for it, go to people and to really expect the um, unexpected. Um, I feel like I could do that better, but yeah. That's good, man. That the word is always powerful and always good to go to first, man. It, it's always it's it's some some about it, man. Me as a lately, man. I've been like I was telling you earlier, man. I go, 
I go into worship, man. I go into like music because I know that music is like not only uplifting, but it's it's like speaking God's word. And it's it's like giving you something that you didn't really hear. Like you may have heard a song a thousand times and you didn't realize like the severity of it, the words that was being said. You know, like lately, you know, what is it one called? Fill the room. It's like, fill the room, fill the room. Holy Spirit, fill the room. Like, I want you to take over the presence. I want you to take over this room. Everybody in here, I want to see God work and operate. Holy Spirit, like, you're welcome. Feel it. Feel it. You know, uh, so I, I get into to things like that that's really, like, praising God and getting and taking the attention off of what I'm going through and struggling with, but giving all honor and glory to God in the process. Like, God, I'm going to honor you. I'm going to glory you. I'm going to praise you in the midst of what I'm going through, because in the midst of what I'm going through, I know that that you're able. I know that you brought me through so many different things. So why would you brought, why would you bring me through all these other things that you brought me through in the past and just leave me alone right now. So, so since I know your track record and what you're capable of and the things that you've done in the past, I can only look at that and say, hey, that worked in the past. I'm going to use that until it stopped working. And it, it's not stopped working yet because it seems like the more that I'm dealing with and I'm struggling with and the adversity that, that presents itself, the more power I give to God, the the less power that I give to the actual situation I'm struggling with. And what happens now is it maximizes God and it minimizes the problem to the point now where the problem that used to be so big in my head that I was struggling with, that I was stressing about, that I was doing all this is now minimum. And God is now bigger in my head and in my mind and in my thoughts because of that. So that's how I respond to adversity. Yeah, for sure, man. And I love how you said um you remembered because it takes me to Psalms. It's like Psalms 111 and probably like verse three or four. Um, basically what it's saying, like when it's talking about God's hands and how he works things. And God said, you know, David was talking about God and how he said like God, he works things, he works things in order for us to remember those things. So I feel like with everything that we've been through, we can look at it and been like, you know, God has worked through this. God has brought me through that. I know he can do the same now. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so it, it kind of reminded me of Psalms 111 because it's just like God is like, he shows so much compassion to where like, I'm going to work this thing for your life too so that you can remember it. So when you re so when you face other things, you can remember what I did. So you know who I am now. So I feel like that was pretty cool how you said that too, man. As I was reading reading my word today, man, it's, uh, you know, obviously I've, you've seen it several times, but it's funny how you see things exactly when you when you need to see them. You know, yeah. I was kind of stressing and worrying over a couple of things this week, and I've been in a word. And every day that I've been into the word, it's been giving me a message that's telling me, like, I got this, like, let it go. And the message today, obviously, was be still and know that I'm God. I'm like, wow. Yeah. Like, that was, like, the final one, like, be still and know that I'm God. Like, I got this, like, Stop stressing and worrying like you prayed about it. You gave it to me. And my, you know, and God words also said, am I a man that's not going to do what I said I would do? You know, like that, that's not me. So it's like, yeah. all right, you're, you're right. You got yeah. this. For sure. He never goes back on what he said. If he says it, it's final, you know, so 
if he says, you know, be still, know I'm God, you know, that, you know, we, we try to, we try to move when God moves, you know, and sometimes we just got to sit still, not try to move too ahead of him, but just move where he is, you know, because where he is, that's where, where he's working, you know? Yep. So, man, let's, let's get into the next one. It, it, it just aligns right with this one right here, not giving up. Yeah. You know, so when it comes to, so I'll start this one off because it's like when it comes to not not giving up, what I mean by that is that, you know, it's a lot of times in our lives where, where we'll give up. It, it's a difference in giving up and knowing something isn't for you. When you realize that something isn't for you and you let that go, that's not giving up. But when you're giving up on the thing that you're meant to do, the thing that you're supposed to do, the thing that's supposed to be in your life, when you give up on that, then, then you're actually giving up. So what I want to talk about is just giving people methods, I guess things that we've, we've dealt with and things that we've like personally experienced or seen that's dealing with, you know, that's methods to not giving up. You know, so an example would be like um, if I've signed up in the past when I've signed up to do certain things based off me knowing that I was supposed to do it, but me not really being that interested in it. And then once it got hard, you know, in the past, before really knowing what I know now, I would have gave up, but it's like, I was supposed to do it, but I quit on it. And then you find yourself later on having to go back to that same thing that you quit and let go because something that's meant for your life is not just going to leave and not come back. So what I say about that is if it's something that that's truly meant for your life and it's something that you have to overcome and it's something that you have to do to be able to move forward what you have to do is you have to like tough it out and do it you have to stick to it because it's a part of who you are your growth your identity you know the next step that you're supposed to take without doing this you don't get there so i guess the the point is to understand the severity of what you're doing and what you're going through and to also understand the unique difference between something not being for you and then something being for you and you giving up on it. Yeah, for sure, man. Like I, I definitely agree with that. Like I feel like one of the biggest lessons I learned in life is like, if I, if I gave up now, I will never see where I will become or where I will go in life. Um, so sometimes like I've realized that if I, if I, if I tend to give up on certain things, how would I see what this turned into or how would I see how this would have grown or how that would have grown? So sometimes I don't see things for what they are. You really have to see things for what they become, how God is working through it. Like, you know, and uh, not only just, we have to realize as people we're making it through and we're not stuck through. I feel like a lot of us, we, we tend to say, I'm making it through, I'm making it that, but we have this mentality of like, I'm just stuck. But if we know that we're making it through and growing through, you know, I feel like that will make the difference. So sometimes in those points to where we give up, we have to, I, I, I've realized that I had to replace my mentality of giving up to why I have to keep on going. Because if I know why I have to keep on going, it will teach me how to keep on going, what I need to do to keep on going. But it reverts back to like why. Um, so I feel like that would be something people need to hear as well, man. So more of this of this topic is don't give up because you you never know 
what giving up is attached to. It could be attached to you, could be attached to many other people. And by you giving up, you're letting yourself down, you're letting other people down. You just don't know who, you, um, who you're letting down. But also understand that if it's not for you, it's okay to let go of that thing that's not for you. For sure. So, next one. So, after talking about not giving up, so since we talked about that, let's get into this next one. What makes what makes Derek different than than anyone else or the people that's around him or different than the majority of people? That's that's a really good one. I really had to think like deep about that, man. Um, I think truly like one thing that really makes me different from everybody else. Um, and not saying everybody doesn't have it, but I feel like serving, but like there's a difference. I feel like for me personally, and it could be a good or a bad thing. I tend to serve someone like to the very, very end. Like, like I said, I don't really believe in like cutting off people. I, I believe in distancing myself, but I don't believe in cutting off because if like I cut them off, like, I'll probably like there'll never be a chance for me to help them again. Um, and like I feel like serving and truly like feeling for others, feeling to others for the point of like if I see somebody else cry, I'll probably cry. If I see somebody else this or that, I don't know. It's just who I am. But I don't know if that makes me different. But I know like my like just be willing to serve people like to the very very end because I feel like some people they'll serve people and give up or they'll look at this certain individual and say they can't be helped, they can't be this. Um, I just, I just look at it to the point of like, whoever I need to serve or God puts me in my heart to serve, I'll serve. Um, but I don't know if that really makes me different or not, but I feel like that's one of the things that just makes me Derek, um, personally. So for me, what I, what I know that makes me different, man, is that I'm always willing to learn. I'm always willing to, to seek things that I don't know. And, um, always willing to be open-minded and to not to know that I don't have the answers. And yeah. I'm also willing to acknowledge when I'm wrong or to acknowledge when I don't know if I'm right or wrong or to get to see like the indifference part. You right. know? And also what makes me different, man, is, is my integrity, my, my character. It's, it's to the highest of highest levels. It's not 100%, but it's up in the ballpark of like top 90 something. So I know for sure that it's there. It's, you know, it's probably a couple of things I got to work on that I'm not really aware of. And when I get aware of stuff uh, that I'm not supposed to be doing when it comes to my integrity, I try to work on it. So it's just like, I'll continue to be where I'm at until I notice it and acknowledge it or someone can point it out. And then I'll work on it. And, you know, a lot of times, man, because of my, my character and integrity, you know, people kind of, you know, they kind of look at it like, oh, man, you're goody two-shoes or you think you this, you think you that. It's like, yeah, you know, I used to, when I was first coming into this and God was really allowing me to become this person, you know, I was kind of ashamed. I'm like, man, I don't think I'm better than you. I don't think I'm this. But now, man, it's like, I don't care what you think. Like, this is what God wants me to do. So he wants me to have this integrity. He wants me to have this character. So however you feel about it is, you know, is, is out of my control because if I, if I was concerned and I care about how you feel about it, then in the process of me doing that, I can be disobedient to what God has for me. And I'm not, 
can't allow myself to be disobedient to what God wants me to do and ask of me just to be able to please you. So yeah. it's like, that that's what really makes me different, man. And, you know, the character and integrity, me always willing to to learn and to grow and to, I'm, I'm slowly but surely like letting the pride thing go, letting the ego thing go, man. Like, you know, the world, the world really like has done a number on us, bro. Like it has done a, a huge number on us. It's to the point of like, when we go through certain stuff. It's like, we get embarrassed. Like what's up with that? Like, why are we embarrassed yeah. about going through stuff? It's like we don't want the next person to see us struggling or going through stuff because we don't want to look or feel a certain way to society. And that's deeply rooted in all of us. Some of it is a it's a little bit of it. Some of it, it's a lot. But I'm starting to realize, man, like I'm there and I'm just like, how do I let this go? Like I, I shouldn't care. Like I'm supposed to struggle at least sometimes in life. Like I'm not supposed to go through life and not struggle at all to not deal with this and not go through that. Like I'm supposed to, and that's a part of it. And I have to accept that and be okay with it. And I'm, I'm starting to almost realize now, man, that it's like maybe some of my blessings are being, being kept because my pride and my ego and not wanting to really go through what I'm going through and wanting to make, make it seem like everything is good and all right and okay in the midst of what I'm going through to try to make myself look better for people. Yeah. So for sure. That, man. That's I, what I, makes me different. Yeah, yeah, definitely, man. And like you said, I, I feel like I'm looking kind of the same way when it comes to integrity too, because when I tell you, man, there's a lot of things that people want me to do or people want me to do. And I know it's like to please them. Like some days, like for example, like a cracker barrel, like they always have these cracker barrel parties. All they do is drink and do all this smoke and all that they always try to get me to go every like our kids you know every single not time everybody always tells me the next day we wish you were there and like not only that but for a lot of things like people ask me to do this or do that it's just like if it's something that has to do with my character like you cannot get me out of it that's why a lot of people also I feel like they call you know us when we keep our integrity like stubborn or this or that it's like nah like I'm just it's just who I am like you can't get it out so I, I definitely know what you mean, but also like the worldly thing, like like the world, like you said, it's just it's just trying to is it conditions us to the point to where it's like what we're going through. It's like if you go through it or you say it to somebody, it's just like you're weak, you know? And it's just like we just gotta go back to what the word says and go to what God says. Because I know like if we start to get more attached to the world, we'll be conformed to it, man. So no, man, if we're not careful, like you were saying about the people always trying to invite you to do stuff, it's like, it's like, it's, it's when you, if you really can think about it, you're like, not only are they trying to get you to like do stuff that you're not doing, but just like really think about it, like your age and where you are, like they're trying to get you to drink, you're like, whoa, like that's like completely out of line. Like, I get like you're at the age to be able to smoke or whatever, but it's like, that's wrong, but, like, I can understand that because of the age part, but, like, that the drinking is, like, whoa, like, you just, yeah. like, you completely don't care. And, like, sometimes if we're not careful, we'll allow people to drag us into something that we don't even want to do. It's, like, I found myself, I want to say last week or so, one of my neighbors was, like, I was, I was talking. I was actually about to leave, and she started talking, bro. It ended up being, like, two, three hours, but, like, I was like, man, like I could have left. And I'm just like, man, I, I'm just too nice sometimes. I need to be able to shut it down and be like, hey, I got to go. But as we're talking, she even just like offers like some, like some alcohol or something like 
to smoke or whatever. And I'm just like, and I straight up said it, bro, like with confidence. I'm like, nah, I don't smoke or drink. I'm some what you call a goody two shoes. <laughs> I straight up told her, I was like, but you know, I said that like she was lonely, needs somebody to talk to. And what no no stuff of like, oh, I'm gonna be there like relationship wise. Like I'm a friendly dude. Like you know who my wife is. You know, like yeah. I don't get down like that, but like, you know that, you know, if you're lonely, you need a friend to talk to, like I'm a friend to talk to. Nothing right. else out of that, but I wasn't willing to conform to like drinking and smoking. Because yeah. at the end of the day, like it could have been ulterior motives attached to that. It could have not been, but I know regardless of if it was or it wasn't, I know who I am and I was confident enough to be like, nah, like I can talk to you as a friend, but like I'm not doing that. For sure. For sure. That's what it was. Yeah, definitely, man. Now let's get into this this next topic, man. Uh man, so I was so in my word today, I had to put this on there because in my devotional today, it was talking about us as people. We celebrate being busy. Like, it's it's cool. Like, oh, I'm busy. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. And it was like, actually, it's not. It's not It's not cool to, to celebrate this. Like, what are you busy doing? Like, are you, you know, what is it? So my thing for you is, is so why do you think as people, we celebrate being busy. Like, well, we brag about it. We talk about it a lot. We, oh, I'm just busy, man. I got this going on. I got that. Like, why do you think that's the case? I feel like, I don't know, man. I, I feel like, especially when people boast about it, I feel like there's one thing to boast about it, and then there's one thing to, like, be humble about it. But then at the same time, being humble about it, you don't want to boast to yourself talking about you're so busy. But I feel like people boast about being busy so much because it makes them look as if, like, they're this hard working person. They're doing this or doing that. And a lot of people, it, it, it's funny too, because like a lot of people, they boast about being busy for stuff that is meaningless, like so meaningless, like in the wrong things as well. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like some of the stuff that I'm boasting about, well, going to work or doing this, they're boasting about like wasting their time. Like, like I guess going just for filler words, like drinking, doing this, doing that. And it's just like, people really like to boast about those things. You know what I'm saying? Like, I see it all, like, I kid you not, all over social media. It seems like, it seems as if, like, unproductive things or evil things is just so projected as this good thing now, you know? Uh, so I, I definitely feel like a lot of people do it for a sense of, like, praise me because, like, I'm this hard worker and you can do the same thing, but it's just, like, we shouldn't be doing that, so... Get it, man. So I'm gonna read part of this uh, devotional since I, I got it right here. Yeah. It says our schedules are so toxic, we have forgotten what it feels like not to rush everywhere. Business is not listed in the Bible as a spiritual gift, yet we celebrate it as if we if it is. We ask we ask how someone is, and when we we get a list of the ten things they have they have just done, we can feel. Um, feel awkward we can feel a weed impressed even unworthy but should we you know so what i got from that is like wow i never even thought about it you know like i've been a person that's done that in the past it's like oh yeah man i'm busy i'm you know i got this going on i got that i got this but it's funny is i was always like talking about the things that was good that i was doing but i wasn't talking about me being busy you know like 
you know, before getting saved and, and doing the wrong things, I wasn't, you know, talking about me being busy watching porn. I wasn't talking about me being busy just watching all this violent TV shows, like whatever it is, you know, mistreating women and doing all this. I wasn't, I wasn't bragging about, you know, doing, doing that stuff, you know, but I was, I was doing that, but I was finding myself substituting the things that I was doing wrong for like some things that sounded good saying I was busy doing that. In actuality, I wasn't really that busy doing that. I was out busy doing the wrong things. So what I find, man, sometimes it's, uh, People brag about being busy to substitute what they're actually doing to like cover up what they're doing, if that makes sense. Like you're doing all this wrong. So you brag about the few things that sound like they could be right to go in place of that. You do those things. You probably do do those things, but you don't do those as much as you do those wrong things that no one knows about. So, yeah. man, uh, we, we celebrate being busy and it's it's like it's not really a thing that, like you said, like. The Bible doesn't doesn't say like being busy is a spiritual gift. It's like it's actually useless to be to be busy. It's like we should find out a way to like, you know, to make our time a lot easier and more effective for our lives so that we don't have to brag about being busy, but we can say, Man, like, I got time to hang out with my wife, with my kids, with my friends. Like, I got this other stuff that's going on, man. But my life is like, this is my life doing the things that I enjoy. This is my life, you know doing the things that I need to do and then the things that the world are telling me that I need to do aren't really that effective in my life. Like I do the things that I have to do and that's minimum, but I use the maximum amount of my time on doing what I need and what I love, you know? Yeah. Yeah, for sure, man. Like, uh, like I can definitely counter to that. Uh, what you just said, um, we were talking about people try to cover it, man, because this was like back before, when I used to do things, let's just take porn, for example, like used to watch it. And then like, I would try to cover that up with something I actually did in the day. So it seemed as if I was still doing that certain thing when I was actually majority just doing that, man. And like, it just, like like you said, a lot of people try to cover it. So like, I feel like it's, like you said, it's, it's just like, it's useless in saying like, oh, it's, you're busy. Like we have to really try to find a balance in life. You know, it even talks about, um, I feel like it talks about an Ecclesiastes talking about, he was, he was talking to the young. He said, enjoy your youth, but also have some type of righteous judgment involved. So it's like, it's okay to, you know, I feel like a lot of people get into this mindset of like um, busy, busy, busy. And then like, it starts to deter all these different things like our relationships and with people like, it's okay to, you know, have fun and be with these people, but just make sure there's a righteous judgment involved as well. But um, like you said, I feel like a lot of people need to stop boasting about that man you know what's funny is that when you're doing the right things it's not really considered busy because you don't really think of the things that you're doing right you're like all right like it's just normal and natural so it just comes through about a natural way but it seems like when you're bragging about something it's like apparently that's not what you're supposed to be doing it's not the right things you're having like you're having to make it sound better than what it actually is. And, and that's like talking about it. Yeah, man, I'm doing this. I'm doing that. But it's like, ah, that, that must be the thing that you should be doing because you're bragging about it. Exactly. man. But man, that, that was a, that was a, some great conversations in the podcast, man, for sure. But um, man, let's, you know, like I said, I want to end it off with allowing people to, to really connect and communicate with us like i don't know if you guys don't hear it every week or whatever it is but we will reiterate it 
every time, like connect with us, reach out to us, like let us know what you like about the podcast. What's your favorite topics? Uh, do you need a consistent topic? Um, are we boring you? Like, what is it? Like communicate with us, you know, on mainly all social media platforms, our biggest social media platforms that we're really active on is, is mainly like Instagram. Cause like a lot of people on Instagram. So, you know, Instagram, we put the, the story and, and all that on, you know, putting a, a question out there that we talked about in the podcast and, you know, whether it's a yes or no, right or wrong, or just you adding an answer to it, like be able to communicate with us. We, we do this for you and we want to hear from you, your feedback and, you know, liking it, sharing it, whatever it may be, whatever it is that you do to be able to, you know, that that's able to help you and be beneficial for you. For sure. But man, that, that's about all I have for today. Is there anything you want to, to say to the people before we end it for this week? No, I think you said everything, bro. Yeah, that's about all the time we have for this week on this podcast. You know, we'll see you guys next week. Have a good one.